Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on NRM Streamcast. Yeah. 
kicking off this week's show with Bowie's five years for very good reason. It was five years ago today that we lost the man who fell to earth, the man who sold the world, the diamond dog, the thin white duke, Aladdin Sane, and best known as Ziggy Stardust. It's been five years without David Bowie and... Speaking of Ziggy Stardust, it was the opening track from Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars, the early 70s album that really seriously cemented uh, Bowie's reputation. Although some would argue that maybe beforehand, but I, I would say really seriously, Ziggy Stardust, that's the one that really seriously cemented Bowie's, uh, reputation is probably the preeminent rock and roll chameleon. So five years ago today, I'm recording this right now, Sunday, January 10th. And how, how eerie was it that Bowie was born on January 8th, 1947, and uh, shuffled off this mortal coil on January 10th, 2016. So two days after he uh, was born, of course, several years later, but I digress. Uh, And of course, there is talk of a five years celebration that's going on by now. You've probably heard ad infinitum, ad nauseum about Duran Duran's cover of five years, and I've listened and I dig it. However, you know me. I am all about the alt-country, the alternative, what have you. So we are bookending today's show. We open with Bowie's five years. We're going to close the show with Old 97's cover of five years. And Old 97's would probably be the least likely band you might expect to cover a Bowie song. But uh, their cover of Bowie's five years has been kicking around for quite some time. It was on a three-song EP. Or no. I take that back. Five song EP called Mimeograph, which is a collection of uh, covers. And uh, off the top of my head, the only ones that I can remember at this moment are their cover of Bowie's Five Years, as well as their cover of R.E.M.'s Driver 8. Uh, So we are going to, to tip my hand, we are going to close out today's show with uh, Old 97's uh, interpretation of Bowie's Five Years. And with that, hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast. And it was quite a bit of a struggle to figure out what we were going to bookend today's show with. And sometimes you just need a little perspective to figure it out. And at first I was thinking, well, okay, uh, what songs can we uh, bookend today's show with that uh, speak to just the insanity that's been going on? And, you know, I, I had several different ideas in my head, but ultimately I just decided, you know, I just don't really want to, I don't want to, I don't want to just, I don't want to go there. I felt like we needed to go somewhere else. So, you just very organically, at a moment when I was thinking, I'm not really sure how to bookend the show, and everything else about the show was kind of sort of there. And then I thought, well, it's been five years since uh, we lost Bowie, so why not book it 
book it, book end it rather, with uh, five years. It seems logical. And then we'll, uh, at this point, uh, I, I kind of sort of had the show all sewed up. And I thought, well, if we're going to do that, let's uh, hit you with a, a fistful of Bowie, if you will. And so uh, later on today's show, we're going to treat you to a fistful of dystopian Bowie. That way, we can address the insanity that's going on around us, but frame it in an homage to the late, great David Bowie. So uh, we're going to do that. Uh, And at first, I was just like, you know, five songs of Bowie's that I like. And I thought, you know, let's go dystopian Bowie. Because there's a lot of great dystopian Bowie. So we're going to go ahead and treat you to a fistful of dystopian Bowie. And that sounds painful, but think of it as a metaphorical fistful. And if you're listening for the first time, uh, let me clear up the vernacular. When I say we're going to play five songs by an artist, I usually frame it by saying we're going to hit you with a fistful of. Much like when we play three songs from an album or an artist, I say... We're going to give you a hat trick. And of course, if you're a hockey fan, you know what a hat trick is. I am not a sports fan by even the least, but I am a fan of sports metaphors because I am a copywriter by trade. So anyway, what do we have on the show today? Aside from a fistful of dystopian Bowie, I am so glad that you asked. So, uh, we have got uh, a new album, the first new album of the year that uh, I was looking forward to, and it came out on January 4th, and it was an album that the artist who recorded it probably would have rather never had to make, but here we are. Uh, I am speaking of Steve Earle, who uh, lost his son, the great Justin Towns Earl. Uh, who passed away last fall at the age of 38. And the New York Times wrote a wonderful profile of the album. And the the headline reads, The Album Steve Earle Never Wanted to Make, A Tribute to His Son. And that's really all you need to know. Uh, So we're going to have that. Plus, we are going to spend some time with the music of a good friend of the show, Mr. Mike Brown, who records under the gnome de plume, the man from Ravcon, for 10 years now. For 10 years, he has been creating some awesome instrumental music, and he has released five standalone singles recently that I do believe are leading up to an album, so we're going to take some time to catch up with that. Plus, we're, we're just going to catch up with some stuff that kind of trickled in towards the end of the year that, uh, you know, sometimes we, we uh, it takes us a while to come out of the fog and uh, just kind of regroup. So all this and much, much less on today's show. And speaking of one of those singles that uh, kind of trickled in, toward the end of 2020 and I'm ashamed that we completely just didn't uh, have the sense to put it in our best of the rest show and maybe maybe it it dropped a little too late for that Or, or maybe I was just blinded by content you know how sometimes you get so much content that you're you get content blind and you're like well you know just the fog lifts and you're like, Oh shit, I forgot about that. Well, this is one of those things, 
but it is the uh, one of the first pre-release singles from a forthcoming record from the Hold Steady, and I am excited about this because uh, if you know anything about me, you know I love the Hold Steady, and over the past several years, they've kind of uh, been uh, relaunching themselves, if you will. So uh, at one point, uh, their keyboardist, Franz Nikolai, who to me was one of the integral parts of the band, he uh, parted ways and it was amicable. And the Hold Steady kind of, you know, slowed down. And then we saw more solo albums from Craig Finn. And over the past couple of years, the Hold Steady decided to uh, just address what burnt them out in the first place. And that was exactly it. Burnout. You know, the whole let's do an album, let's uh, tour, uh, let's just burn ourselves out. So instead, they would just, instead of doing these huge tours, they would get together uh, a couple of times a year and do a spate of weekend shows at uh, certain venues uh, throughout the country. And it kind of re-energized them. And they would record uh, a single here, a single there. They would take their good, sweet time. And, of course, you know, they compiled many of those singles for an album release. Uh, Was it 2019 or was it 2020? I think it might have been 2019. But, you know, we'll we'll double check on that research and come back to you with the facts uh, on the other end of the set. But suffice it to say... This album that comes out on February 19th is their first legitimate record with Franz Nikolai back in the band uh, since, I want to say, Stay Positive. So after Stay Positive, Franz left the band. And there's been about three albums since then, all fine albums. But... uh, Franz came back and then they started putting out these singles and then they collected them. And that doesn't really count as a proper album. It's a collection of singles, although we were happy to have it, but we've got the very first intentional album with Franz back in the band. And it comes out on February 19th. It's called open door policy. This is the first, uh, pre-release single. It dropped late last year. It's the hold steady and family farm. St. Catherine's was a nightmare You know they took away my headphones Sure they let you keep your hands set But the courtyard is a dead zone And the nurse that they assigned me Had eruption as a ringtone Blasting out through built-in speakers like it's bug spray Buzzing like a hornet halfway blown to leave Take some nickels from the fountain and Make your friends and fall asleep Let your sins be of a mission I wish you wouldn't engage with all these creeps 
Cause they're never gonna love you That one specific way that you want them all to love you inside 
Yeah. <laughs> 
got three ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. Wrapping up that set with new music from the Winston-Salem band known as Spirit System. They're originally from Brooklyn. They rose from the ashes of a noise rock band called Telltale. Uh, At the heart of Spirit System is Lori Rorodin on bass and vocals, Eric Gilstrap on guitar, synth, and effects, and Gary Guthrie on drums, samples, and synths. This is why I dig these guys. They describe themselves as fuzzy, gloomy shoegaze made by cozy, stoned, herbal tea-drinking, cat-loving late sleepers. That sounds like the best neighbors ever. Uh, Spirit System first popped up on my radar when I saw them at a day party at School Kids Records in Raleigh while I was attending the Hopscotch Music Festival, which is probably one of the most underrated music festivals ever. And uh, if you've listened to the show in the past, then you've heard me rave uh, ad nauseum about Hopscotch. And if you're just joining us as a new listener, uh, you might want to do a little research. And when COVID is over, seriously consider attending Hopscotch. Regardless, uh, I first encountered Spirit System when they were playing one of these day parties. And late last year, a good friend of mine who is a mutual friend of the Spirit System folks uh, said, Hey, anybody out there could give these guys a spin. And I raised my hand and I said, Why, yes, I can. And so that's what we did. Brand new music from Spirit System. The single is called And Silver. Before that, we heard from another band originating out of Brooklyn. Uh, these guys, however, stayed in Brooklyn. They are the duo of Nicholas Jar and Dave Harrington, also known as Dark Side. First album came out in 2013. They've got a new album expected in the spring. Uh, in the meantime, we've got a brand new single from Dark Side called Liberty Bell. Uh, before that, brand new archival music from PJ Harvey, of course. PJ Harvey has been very busy reissuing many of her earlier albums. Uh, I believe there were three that got reissued last year, and each of them uh, were accompanied by a collection of demos. Uh, I would give you the asterisk that uh, Rid of Me was not accompanied by a demos collection because the demos collection already existed in the guise of four-track demos, which came out many, many, many moons ago. Regardless, uh, we are getting two more brand new PJ Harvey reissues on February 26th. Uh, Fans of PJ Harvey can enjoy a reissue of Is This Desire, as well as one of my personal favorites, Stories from the City, Stories from the Sea. And each one of those will also have uh, a companionship demos collection that you can buy a la carte. And we listen to the demo of This Mess We're In, 
the version that made it to the album Stories from the City, Stories from the Sea, was a duet with Tom York of Radiohead. The demo version is just uh, Polly Jean Harvey by her lonesome. At the top of the set, the first pre-release single from the forthcoming record from The Hold Steady. It drops on February 19th. The album will be called Open Door Policy from The Hold Steady. We heard Family Farm. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast. And right now we are going to spend some quality time with the brand new album from Steve Earle in the Dukes, an album that came out on January 4th, which was a Monday and it came out digitally. The physical version will not be out until March. It was an album that, uh, defied the traditional release schedule as most albums come out on Friday. This came out on January 4th for a good reason. It would have been the 39th birthday of Steve's son, Justin Towns Earl, who we unfortunately lost uh, late, or I should say late last summer. I wanted to say late last fall, but it was actually in August that uh, Justin Towns Earl passed away. And if you know anything about Steve Earl, you know he is a workaholic. He himself, uh, of course, a recovering addict and he dealt with it by diving headfirst into his work. And ever since he got clean, he has been the workaholics workaholic. So at this point, I'd like to share with you a couple of excerpts from the New York times profile about the album, just a really well-written article. And the headline really says it all. The album Steve Earle never wanted to make, a tribute to his son. Less than two months after Justin Towns Earl's death from an accidental overdose, his father entered Electric Lady Studios to record an LP's worth of his songs. On the evening of August 20th, Steve Earl spoke to his son Justin Towns Earl for the last time. In a phone call initiated by Justin, they caught up on family business and Steve the country rock singer-songwriter who struggled with addiction for years told his son, a lauded musician in his own right, that he would support him if he was ready to begin his own recovery. Quote, I said, do not make me bury you, the elder Steve recalled in an interview, and he said, I won't. That night, Justin, 38, died alone in an apartment in Nashville of an accidental drug overdose. An autopsy found evidence in his blood of cocaine laced with fentanyl, a powerful opioid. For Earl, the death of his eldest son set off waves of grief. He had watched Justin grow from a scraggly teenage hip-hop fan, intrigued by Kurt Cobain, to a rising star of Americana music. The fuzzy intersection in the Venn diagram of folk, country, and rock, where Earl has long been a looming presence. Within days of Justin's death, Earl, 65, began work on what would become JT, an album of 10 of Justin's songs and one new track by his father that was released on January 4th, which would have been Justin's 39th birthday. Proceeds from the LP will go to a trust to benefit his three-year-old daughter, Etta St. James Earl. From Steve Earl's JT, this one's called Lone Pine Hill. Mm-hmm. 
full of swell seeing my dreams sometimes held up in the middle of a night shaking like a pistol in a young man's hand in the pale light standing up atop of that lonely hill spared by the company mines my blue-eyed baby with the best dress on in the shadow of a lonely
just the way it goes First you get bad, then you get mean Then there's nothing left but to grow cold And pray to the same lost causes chance of seeing one of them as you do running in the May. Still, take nothing for granted, might live on the best block in Beverly Hills. <laughs> Be sure to lock up tight at night, cause you know poor folks ain't got nothing to steal. So just pray to the same of lost causes.
last thing I said was I love you Your last words to me were I love you virtue of the fact that you are currently listening you need no further assistance finding the debts no honest man can pay podcast however your friends may need a little assistance in which case be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things places like apple google overcast pocket casts Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. A Fistful of Tracks from JT, the brand new record from Steve Earle and the Dukes, released on January 4th, and that would have been the 39th birthday of Justin Towns Earle, who passed away late last August. At the top of the set, Lone Pine Hill, the original version of that, appeared on Justin Towns Earl's 2008 full-length debut, The Good Life. That was followed by Champagne Corolla, the original version of that, appeared on Justin's 2017 album, Kids in the Street. In the middle of the set, we heard The Saint of Lost Causes. The original version of that was the title track of Justin Towns Earl's 2019 album, and that was his last album before he passed. 
Harlem River Blues was the title track of Justin Towns Earl's 2010 album, and we wrapped up that set with a brand new track that Steve Earl had written for the occasion, Last Words, five selections from Steve Earl and the Duke's JT. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast. Moving right along, it was five years ago today that we lost the great David Bowie. Uh, Much has been said, so I'm not going to add to it because I don't really feel that I can add anything of significance. I think it's only proper that we let the music do the talking. And in uh, light of the fact that uh, the raging dumpster fire of 2020 is still burning bright, Uh, Hopefully it's just ready to give forth its last dying embers, but uh, this past week has seen the raging dumpster fire still in full rage. With that in mind, I I felt uh, let's go ahead and treat you to a fistful of some of our favorite dystopian Bowie. And of course, it wouldn't be true dystopia without a little panic in Detroit.
you've got three ways to connect with us on social media. Number one, like Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay on Facebook. Number two, follow us on Twitter at Exile on E Street. And number three, like us on Instagram at Exile on E Street. Same as Twitter, making it extra convenient. Or if you want to kick it old school, drop us an email. Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay at gmail.com. In that last set, a fistful of dystopian Bowie tracks in commemoration of the fifth anniversary of the passing of David Bowie. He left us way too soon at the age of 63. He was born on January 8th, 1947, passed on January 10th, 2016. From Bowie, we heard at the top of the set... Panic in Detroit, followed by the title track of The Man Who Sold the World. And in the middle of the set, technically it is a song by the Pat Metheny group featuring David Bowie from the original motion picture soundtrack of The Falcon and the Snowman, and This Is Not America, followed by a track from Tonight. That was the album that followed uh, Let's Dance, and a song that Bowie had co-written with Iggy Pop, Neighborhood Threat. At the end of the set, Dead Man Walking from the mid-90s album Earthling. I kind of dig how the song starts off full EDM rager and then kind of fades off into the distance with this jazz piano. So uh, five dystopian Bowie tracks to honor the passing of David Bowie. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast and moving right along to the final full set of today's show. I have been a fan of this man's music now for about 11 years. Earlier on, I said 10. But, you know, I was having one of those brain fart moments where I was like, oh, we're finally out of 2020. So it was actually in early 2010 that I became familiar with the music of the man from Ravcon. I was at one of my favorite local record stores, and it was just a couple of days before I was about to start the job that I would work at for nearly a decade And I felt that that required the celebration of going to buy some new music. And among the things I picked up was the man from Ravcon's debut album, Zombie Pimp Cowboys from Outer Space. And I picked it up because it was playing in the store. And I was really digging it. It sounded like uh, some very cool kind of spy jazz, kind of pseudo soundtrack influenced stuff. Uh, that I had been enjoying for many a year. And so, of course, I had to ask the friendly record clerk, what is this? And he pointed to it, and I went ahead and picked up a copy of it and proceeded to enjoy it and found uh, found the, the dude who created this music on uh, the social media and turned out the guy who was making this wonderfully awesome music was an employee of that very same record store, a a gentleman by the name of Mike Brown. And I became a fan, and I would like to think that we we became friends. And he has been a guest on the show, and I have kept up with all of his music ever since. And he 
continues to make awesome instrumental music. And over the years, he has painted in various sonic landscapes, ranging from everything from spaghetti westerns to surf music to horror-influenced music to, over the past several years, prog music, prog rock. And like I said, I continue to enjoy his music. And uh, over the holidays, I received a series of emails from Mike saying, hey, I got this single. I got another single and he's dropping them with alarming frequency. And I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm going to save these up until after the holidays and just catch up with them and uh, share them with you, the listener. And here we are. And so if I am not mistaken that these singles will be part of a collection that comes out at some point in the near future called Hero. And if I'm wrong, I apologize, but I do distinctly remember that in one of the messages from Mike. So if you're not familiar yet with his music, I hope this will be a treat for you. I know it'll be a treat for me to share it with you. And I highly encourage that you check out the rest of his music. In the meantime, we are going to share with you five recent singles dropped from the man from Ravcon. This one is called This Means War.
virtue of the fact that you are currently listening you need no further assistance finding the debts no honest man can pay podcast however your friends may need a little assistance in which case be a good friend and tell them they can find us pretty much everywhere you find such things places like apple google overcast pocket casts Breaker, Castro, Radio Public, CastBox, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And while you're at it, tell them we archive every episode of the podcast and they're conveniently found at debtsnohonestmancanpay.com where they will also find every playlist of every episode dating back to April 2003 when we were just a mere mortal radio program. Regardless of where you get the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. We love it. With that, let's get back to the show. A fistful of new singles recently released from Charlotte-based instrumental performer Mike Brown, also known as the man from Ravcon, we heard in that set Eve of Eden before that life on a good day. New wings smack dab in the middle of that preaching to the choir. And at the top of the set, this means war five brand new singles from the man from Ravcon released over the past several weeks. And, uh, from what I gather, they will be part of a new collection entitled hero. Uh, we encourage you to check out the music of the man from Ravcon. You can find his stuff wherever you stream music. You can also find him on Bandcamp, or you could just go to manfromravcon.com. That is M-A-N-F-R-O-M-R-A-V-C-O-N. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here weekly on NRM Streamcast, and we're going to wrap things up much in the same way that we kicked things off. When we kicked things off with Bowie's Five Years from Ziggy Stardust, we are going to wrap things up with an interpretation of Bowie's Five Years courtesy of Dallas's finest old 97s from a four song EP released many years ago called Mimeograph. We're going to leave you with old 97s interpretation of Bowie's five years. And with that, everybody have a great week. Take care, be safe. And remember the dogs on main street howl because they understand. 
pushing through the market square. So many mothers sighing. News had just come over. We had five years left to cry in. News guy wept and told us Earth was really dying. Cried so much his face was wet, and I knew he wasn't lying. I heard telephones, opera house, favorite melody. I saw boys, toys, electric guns, and TVs. My brain hurt like a warehouse. It had no room to spare. I had to cram so many things to store everything in there, and all the fat and skinny people, and all the tall, short people, and all the nobody people, and all the somebody people. I never thought I'd need so many people. The girl my age went off her head, hit some tiny children. If the black hadn't have pulled her off, well I think she would have killed them. Soldier with a broken arm fixed his stare to the wheels of a Cadillac. A cop knelt to kiss the feet of a priest, and the queer threw up at the sight of that. I think I saw you in an ice cream parlor, drinking milkshakes cold and long, smiling and. And looking so fine, I don't think you knew you were in this song. And it was cold, and it. Was-